Woo! I don't know who that is, but that slaps, man. That's my new favorite song. What's up, guys? It's your boy Vincor here with the week three edition of the Pineapple Squad Fantasy Football Podcast. We had another week of great fantasy matchups. All five matchups came down to the wire, came down to the Monday Night Football game. Okay, not really. Technically, I think only three were really still up for grabs on Monday night, but you never know. Crazier things have happened. I'm going to give you guys a quick recap of the games this weekend, talk about any waiver action we may have had early this morning. There was one, uh, one big bid. I'll tell you that. You guys probably already saw it, uh, but we didn't have a ton of action. Uh, we'll go over that. Um, then we're going to preview week four of the fantasy season. Before we get into that, we do have to talk about the devastating injury that happened this weekend. Uh, Steelers, practice squad, right guard, Clinton, Hooch, Dougherty, tore his ACL on Saturday. He was reaching for a bush light in the back of his locker after the team walked through. ACL torn, snapped, gone. So... Prayers up for Big Hooch's ligaments. We love you, man. We hope you get better soon. All right. Let's jump into this recap here. Boom. Our matchup of the week featured one team that was trying to remain perfect this season uh, and another team that was desperate to get his first win. It was Ate versus Bearman in our first contest. One that came down to the last half of the Monday night game. Bear started off the week with another strong performance from Josh Allen, who is currently the number two fantasy quarterback after week three. Josh is absolutely killing it for my dude right now. Uh, he had another week of almost 40 points, 311 yards through the air, two touchdowns. He had a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown. He looked great. Uh, Allen Robinson was the recipient of a late-game touchdown in the Bears' comeback win over the Falcons, who look like an absolute dumpster fire right now. Uh, he finished with 10 catches for 123 yards and 28 points. Dalvin Cook went ham on the Titans for 181 yards and touchdown for 26. But unfortunately for Bear, there is a possibility he could lose his star running back next week. More on that a little bit later. Uh, the rest of the Bears team underperformed worse than Skip's Stretch Armstrong dong in the bedroom. Only eight points for Mixon, five for 55, and 10 points for Robbie Anderson, and seven for Hurst at the tight end spot. Going over to Andre's 3,000, it was a little more balanced performance. Chubby time continues to benefit from Kevin Stefanski's run first approach in Cleveland as he touches the ball 19 times for 108 yards and two scores for 24 points. Ate started both Browns running backs this week, which may have actually cost him the game as Kareem Hunt was outscored by both Alan Lizard and Ty Boyd from their bench spots. Hunt only managed 46 yards on 16 carries, but he did find the end zone once on a reception to finish with a respectable 14 points from the flex. Uh, the Cardinals were upset by the Lions, but Hoppy still got his touches and ended with 137 yards on 10 catches for 23 points. Finally, Big Ben got a big win against the Texans and found the end zone twice, finishing with 237 yards for 22 Rounding off Ate's squad, Higby came down from his three-touchdown performance a week ago. He only managed two catches. Uh, Lenny has four points. Melvin only nets 26 yards and a loss to Tampa Bay. So coming down to Monday night, 
Ange has a slim lead, and even though Baltimore looked like Rutgers for most of the game, Justin Tucker was perfect on field goals and extra points, and his nine points gave Bear his first win of the season, 132-128. to Congratulations, Bearman. Our next Week 3 matchup was another nail-biter that came down to one player on Monday Night Football. The heterosexual life mates, Brown and Pat, both came in one and one, looking for a win to give them momentum heading into week four. Brown was anchored by Cam, who was apparently the only offensive weapon that the Saints have right now. He basically played a receiver role this week, finishing with 13 receptions for 139 and two tutties. He also tacks on 58 rushing yards for good measure and a solid 44 points. Brown was consistent throughout the rest of his lineup, His receivers, Ridley and DK, each finish with 110 receiving yards. With DK adding a score, Kelsey goes 6 for 87 yards and 14 points on Monday night. And Diggs grabs four catches for 49 yards and a score against the Rams. On the other side, despite his injury issues and being distracted by signing his life away for a new house, Patrick Ryan's team still put up an impressive showing. King Henry bounces back from a slow week two with over 100 yards on the ground and two touchdowns for 27 points. Keenan Allen seems to be in sync with his rookie quarterback. He grabs 13 catches for 132 and a score for 30 points. Bobby Trees puts up 30 on the ground and 70 in the air with a touchdown for 21. Chris Godwin comes back this week from being concussed to add 17. And Jonathan Taylor football finds the end zone for 13 points. Matty Ice had 238 and a touchdown but he only finishes with 13 points. Skip went into Monday night with a thin lead, but Travis Kelsey in that uh, Chiefs offense did just enough to let Brown get this win, 153-147. to Our third game this week featured another team looking for their first win as the Chark Knights faced off against my team, Zeke and Destroy. My team was recovering from the rear naked chokehold that Andrew put me in last week. Uh, But I had faith in my boys. Devontae Parker got me started off on Thursday night with 12 points on five receptions. And Juju danced his way into the end zone on one of his four catches for 16 points. After that, just call me Oscar the Grouch because my team was straight up garbage. They were terrible. Zeke looked like shit against the Seahawks. Excuse me. Couldn't get anything going on the ground. He did uh, end up with 17 points, but that's only because he accidentally found the end zone once. Russ Gage gets knocked out of his game with a brain contusion after only four points, and Edelman was non-existent in the Pats' win. But I had hope. Surely, Monday Night Football, Lamar and Mark Andrews could put up a big number for me, keep me in the game. Wrong. Lamar looked shook all game. And old stone hands Andrews had, like, fucking five drops. He had... Three catches on eight targets. He looked terrible. He's he's gone. Mark Andrews to the waiver wire next week. You heard it here. Uh, I wasn't really worried, though, after Thursday night football, though, because MJ's team looked like shit. Minshew Mania had an abysmal game. He threw for 275 with an interception, zero touchdowns for just nine points in that game. Mike Gusecki gets a touchdown, but that was his only catch of the game, and he finishes with eight. While Miles Gaskin for the Dolphins didn't look terrible, he added 66 yards on the ground and five receptions for 14 points. 
MJ managed to turn it around on Sunday, though. His flex spots were the stars of the game as James Conner chewed up the Texans' D for 109 in a score, and Eckler had a rushing touchdown and 11 catches for 31. Scary Terry and C.D. Lamb added 12 and 11 points, respectively, to help Pineapple Bro finish the weekend strong. MJ holds on uh, and grabs his first win of the season, 126-98. to Next up, we have the Bum Knee 69ers versus the Banana Dream. Hooch is looking to continue his fast start to the season, even without his star player, CMC. But he'd have to get past the Banana Father first. Hooch was anchored by the Wilson-Lockett connection as Big Russ hit his favorite receiver nine times for 100 yards and three touchdowns for a combined whopping 83 points. To put that into perspective, my team scored 15 more points than Russ and Lockett put together. That's disgusting. Uh, If it wasn't enough, the rookie standout for Jacksonville, James Robinson, had himself a game on Thursday night with two rushing touchdowns and six receptions for 83 yards and 31 points. Todd Gurley adds 80 yards and a touchdown in Coop season, went nine for 86 and 17 points. On the other side, Banana Man had a day himself. Uh, Dak threw for 472 and three touchdowns and the shootout loss to the Hawks for 32 points. Cooper Cup gets over 100 yards and a tutty for 25. And Michael Gallup adds 25 as well with 138 yards and a score. Despite the absence of Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones only manages 69 yards and a touchdown for 16. And the rookie CEH adds 18 points on Monday night. Banana Man puts up a fight, but unfortunately becomes the latest victim of the Hooch Steamroller. Hooch wins 177 to 154. But don't worry, guys. He will be getting his best player back in the next couple weeks, so I'm sure that'll make him much easier to beat. Enjoy your championship, you godless, knee-sacrificing heathen. I love you. All right, let's move on to our last match of the week. This featured the Walking Dead team that is horses in the back. Oh, let me get pulled up here. Boom. Horses in the back and masturbating with my homies. And I'm assuming if Gibbsy actually watched the Monday Night Football game, he was doing a lot of masturbating this week. Uh, Patty Mahomes was dropping dimes all over the Ravens' defense. Ravens are supposed to have the best defense in the league. Did not look like it. Uh, He finishes the night with 385 yards and five total touchdowns for 47 points. One of those touchdowns went to the Freak, who adds 21 points of his own. Han was also helped out by a solid performance from the bottom of his roster. Thielen grabs a touchdown in the Minnesota loss for 12 points, while Ertz finishes 7 for 70 and 14 points in that gross tie with the Bungles. Will Fuller and Emmanuel Sanders had almost identical stats, both with four receptions for 54 and 56 yards, respectively. Each had a tutty and each finishes with 15 points. Let's go over to the intensive care unit. That is Mitch's team. Uh, Deshaun Watson got most of his points in the first half against the Steelers, finishing with 264 and two touchdowns for 20 points. Waiver pickup Mike Davis earned his FAAB money with 91 yards from scrimmage and a score for 23 points. DJ gets a touchdown for 12, and Singletary has 131 total yards for 16 points. 
That was the end of the good news for Mitch. The rest of his roster looked like a relay team from the Paralympics. Uh, this is this is gross. Listen to this. Deshaun Jackson, Mark Valdez Scanting, and Darren Waller combined for a whopping eight points. Ouch. But on the bright side, Mitch, you still put up more points than my team. So that's something. It's the little victories. You got to be happy with that. All right. Uh, this one wasn't even close. Han rides the Mahomey to a victory, 158 to 99. Before we hit the waiver wire, let's take a look at our week four matchup of the week. This is going to feature a contest between two, one, and two teams that each got their first victory in week three. The Chark Knight Rises faces White House Brown in what should be a close match that will determine which team carries last week's momentum to a 500 record and which team will have to claw their way out of the one and three gutter. I see bear man riding Josh Allen all the way to the playoffs this year. So give me white house Brown for the win. All right, let's hit this waiver wire and see if there was any activity today. So we had one big one here. I'm gonna go right to this bottom. The dream banana man, the banana father, adds Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver from Minnesota Vikings, for $33. Besides that, we had Sammy Watkins. Who dropped Sammy Watkins? Oh, no. You know what I think happened? I think I think fucking Pineapple dropped Sammy Watkins, and Brown fell, fell into the trap that is Sammy Watkins. Don't do it, Brown. He's going to have three points every game for the rest of the season. Brown picks up Sammy Watkins for $11. We had uh, – oh, I'm sorry. Brown's bitch added Sammy Watkins. That would be Patrick. Patrick picks up Sammy Watkins for $11. Brown adds, did some kicker stuff for $1. He adds Matt Prater for $1, drops Jason Myers. Uh, Pat also adds Brian Hill for $2, dropping his kicker. Uh, it looks like most of the waiver action was just Brian and Pat going back and forth. Uh, Brian adds T. Higgins, drops Keelan Cole Sr., Jacksonville wide receiver. Uh, this will be the second week in a row. Brian has dropped a Jacksonville wide receiver on waiver day. Pat adds Adrian Peterson for $12. I'm really confused by Pat's name. Every time I see Brown's bitch, I want to say Brown. Pat adds Adrian Peterson for $12. And then to finish off the waiver action this week, uh, Brone adds his boy Duke Johnson for zero dollars, dropping Boston Scott. Man, I was high on Boston Scott too. Thought he was gonna do more, but that whole Philadelphia offense is fucking trash, trash booty. All right, let's get out of here real quick. Give me two seconds, and I'll get you guys out of here. All right, touching on the Dalvin Cook issue, I mentioned a little bit earlier with Bears team, uh, there was a report early this week that multiple people within the Titans team tested positive for the Miller Lite virus, meaning both the Texans, or I'm sorry, the Titans and Vikings are currently in lockdown. At least the Titans are in lockdown. I think the Vikings are just going through a bunch of testing. Um, this could affect their respective games this week with the Steelers and the Texans. If the Titans are still in lockdown and can't play, that means the Steelers game will get pushed back, which is going to affect me. It'll affect MJ, who has James Conner. It's going to affect a couple other guys. 
Um, so that's definitely something to watch for as it could have impact on our fantasy matchups this week. So keep checking that. Don't let yourself get caught out in case something happens. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, as always, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for watching. Hope this was uh, you enjoyed this 20-minute distraction today. Um, I love you guys. Good luck to everyone next week except Banana Father. Fuck you, Banana Father. I'm coming for you. And uh, talk to you guys later.